Welcome to One World, One Future, the Bite Size Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nevison, and we highlight changemakers around the world who are making a difference in their community. Hello, everyone. Today we have with us Caitlin Kramer. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I am too. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am 22 years old. I am from Douglas, Arizona, which is a small border town here in Arizona, but I do live in Tucson now. Um, and that is because I am a recent graduate from the University of Arizona. So I majored in psychology with a minor in leadership studies and practice. And so right now I'm working at a community center where I work with families, just helping them with mentoring, counseling, any needs that they have in their family. I help them out with that. So I'm enjoying doing that and have some plans to possibly go to grad school in a couple of years. So I absolutely love doing that. And of course, um, I work with my nonprofit, which you're going to hear about a little bit today. Yes, that's super cool. So you seem like a very, very busy person. What do you like to do in your free time? Yes, so I am really involved in a couple different things. But when I just have some free time, I really, really love um, I'm starting up a YouTube channel. So I started it last year. So I'm really excited to continue doing that and having some more content. I also really love journaling. And I also just enjoy spending time with my friends. My friendships are so important to me. So anytime that I get to hang out with them is nice. It's kind of hard due to the pandemic. But you know, with social media and technology, we've still been able to keep in contact, which has been really nice. I completely agree. Friendship is a great thing to have with you any day. Let's jump into a really quick speed round. Okay. What's your favorite color? Black, specifically jet black. Ooh, that's really cool. What's your favorite animal? A tiger. Favorite sports team? Ooh, I'd have to say the U.S. women's soccer team. Awesome. Favorite food? Anything that's barbecue. Favorite vacation place? Um, I went to Australia once. I haven't been back in a while, but I would love to go there. That sounds like fun. Where was your favorite place that you went in Australia? I got the amazing opportunity to swim on the Great Barrier Reef, so I would definitely do that again. I've never seen water so clear, and I've seen so many amazing animals. It was just truly a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. That is so cool. I've always wanted to go dive the Great Barrier Reef. Yes. (laughs) Favorite memory of 2020? I would have to say this past year, I had the amazing opportunity to represent National American Miss as a national title holder. And I think that my favorite memory was just getting to see all of the girls at nationals you know they had worked so hard and it was just so amazing to see them progress from the state pageant to nationals and just being able to be there and encourage them it was nice kind of being on the other side rather than competing so it was just really cool and I enjoyed the experience I was so grateful that we were able to have the pageant even amongst a pandemic that's amazing what's your favorite holiday I love Christmas anything that has to do with Christmas (laughs) I completely agree. I have to say Christmas (laughs) is my favorite holiday. Oh, yeah. Favorite word? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'd have to say I really like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Um, I am not a good speller, so don't ask me to spell it for you. But I think that's a kind of a fun word. That's awesome. And last one, favorite movie? Oh, my favorite movie... 
I'm really into the Marvel series. I would have to say Black Panther just because it was so different. Um, I also love Chad McBosman. I'm really sad that he passed away, but he made such an amazing mark in that movie. And I think it's really unforgettable and such a good storyline. That's amazing. So why did you start to volunteer? Yeah, so I started volunteering ever since I could remember, ever since I was little. So, you know, when I was really tiny, my mom would take me um, just to volunteer throughout my community. We did like a citywide cleanup day. Uh, My mom was really involved with Special Olympics. So I've just always been around volunteering. And it's something that my family is, it's important to us. It's really important to give back. So I just started volunteering because it was a thing that our family did and it's just continued and I've really found a love of it and have continued doing that to this day. That's amazing. So how do you encourage other young people to get involved in their community? Absolutely. So I think when it comes to community service or volunteering, um, even specifically girls who are in pageantry, I think that sometimes the youth often think, you know, oh, I have to do this big grand thing in order to do community service. But it really starts with small acts that you can do around your community. And that's kind of how I got started in my own organization. So I think just encouraging them to do small things in their community that can truly make a difference. So it's finding some sort of need in your community and figuring out a way how you can make a difference to do that. So I just encourage them to continue to get involved by, you know, just finding small ways that they can continue to make a good impact. That's awesome. So you told us why you started to volunteer, but what motivates you to volunteer? I really have a passion for giving back. I'm really big on, you know, I feel like our community supports you and they do things that they can to uplift you and support you in your goals. So, you know, giving back to the people who are continuously, you know, rooting for you and want you to do well and finding ways to just serve that community. So I think it really motivates me just because I think that's so important that we continue to support one another. And one of the best ways that you can do that is by volunteering with various organizations. That's awesome. So what's your favorite volunteer activity that you've ever done? I would definitely have to say with my organization. So um, I was able to collect school supplies and I'll kind of explain that in more detail a little later, but I was able to collect school supplies and donate them to all five elementary schools in my hometown of Douglas, as well as um, a domestic violence shelter and the library in Douglas. So it's been really cool to see that because it was just something that I always you know, dreamt of doing. And then finally, I was able to do it and accomplish it. And it just really gave me a lot of joy to be able to do that and accomplish it. That's amazing. I can't wait to hear all about what you do with your nonprofit. And we're going to get there very, very soon. We have a couple more questions for you. But what is the most important quality that you think you have to acquire to have to be a volunteer? I think the best quality that you should have is have passion. So, you know, I truly feel like when you are passionate about the cause or you're passionate about the type of volunteer service you're doing, I think it definitely reflects in the work that you do. When you're passionate about anything, you put your heart and soul into whatever you are doing. So if you find something that you're passionate about, maybe you're really passionate about helping animals. So you can volunteer at your local pet shelter. If you're really passionate about 
you know, helping um, underprivileged youth, you know, finding ways that you can give back to them. And when you're passionate about it, your heart and soul's in it, and it truly makes a difference. So finding something that is important to you will make the world a difference when you volunteer. That's amazing. So if you only had 10 minutes to volunteer and make a difference in your community, how would you be spending those 10 minutes? Yeah, so 10 minutes is still actually quite a bit of time to make a difference. I think the easiest thing that I would do is obviously we know, you know, our environment needs a lot of help. So I would take some trash bags and just go around even my apartment complex around town and just do a quick cleanup, you know, collect the trash and recycle the items that we could find. It's a quick and easy way, but it can make a difference. I would also probably call up my friends who are always there, you know, whenever I need them and ask them to help me out. Um, And I would just do that. That's a quick and easy way to just make a difference and you're helping the environment while you're doing that. That's amazing. Definitely anyone, if you have not gone out and picked up trash, that's an amazing way to spend 10 minutes and to spend as much time as you want to help your environment. Absolutely. So let's get into your nonprofit, Project Happiness. Tell us a little bit about it. Absolutely. So Project Happiness, I started up about five years ago. Um, And with my organization, what I did is I, you know, started to go to college and I was taking all these classes about how your social economic standing, your race, where you grew up, how all of those things have a factor in your education. So it got me thinking about my education in terms of my elementary and high school years. And for me, I was always that kid that was just so excited for school to start. My friends didn't understand why, you know, they wanted the summer to go on forever, but I just loved school. And one of the biggest things was getting school supplies. You know, you get brand new school supplies, you feel good, you have everything that you need to, you know, start the year off. Well, for a lot of my classmates, because we are a small border town, a lot of their families did not have a lot of money. Finding school supplies and getting prepared for school was actually something that was very stressful. Their family did not have the means to do that. And something that I learned through college or taking these courses and stuff was, you know, if these students do not have the supplies that they need to start off the school year, they're already behind their other peers. If you don't have the materials that you're going to need to be successful during the school year, you're already behind and the school year hasn't even started. This got me thinking, you know, there's a lot of my classmates who would struggle to find school supplies who had, you know, an issue with it. It was hard for their families. Um, They had brothers and sisters. It was just something that wasn't so easy for them, but it was such a simple thing. So I decided that I wanted to get some school supplies together. That way I could go ahead and when kids needed supplies, they could go and go to the schools and get supplies when they needed it. So I asked community members, student leadership groups, businesses, if they could donate supplies or make a monetary donation. Um, And then I was able to collect the supplies. And like I said earlier, I donated them to all five elementary schools in my hometown of Douglas, um, some domestic violence shelters and the library. And now that I'm in Tucson, I'm starting to expand and donate supplies up here as well. So in the past year, several years, I've donated about over 5,000 school supplies that have truly made a difference. And I do that every year. And Every year that I go back to the schools, you know, they're just so grateful and they say, you know, yes, you know, the kids come and they're able to get their supplies and it's just been a really great resource for them. 
That is an amazing story. That's crazy how many items you've donated. That is yes. a substantial amount that helps so many kids out there. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's been so great. And I'm just so grateful for the support of people who have supported my organization because we've been able to impact so many kids' lives. That's amazing. So if someone wanted to get involved in Project Happiness, how could they do that? Absolutely. So one of the ways that you can get involved is just by contacting me on my personal social media. So my social media is Caitlin Kramer. And I also have an Instagram page for Project Happiness. So it's Project Happiness AZ. And you could just DM me and say you want to make a donation for school supplies. In this next year, what I'm really working on is working on revamping my organization, finding new projects that people can get involved. So the best way that you can kind of stay involved in see how you can make a difference is by following the page. We have some great projects where we're going to be expanding and doing some great things in the community. So just stay tuned to hear all of that. That's super exciting. So what is your favorite way to spread happiness besides giving school school supplies to schools? I definitely think that finding ways, small ways, you know, just to help people in any way that it may be, you know, with us being involved in pageantry, if somebody needs advice, you know, on how to prepare for a pageant, you know, sharing your experience with them, if they need help, you know, if your parents need help, you know, doing stuff around the house, you know, helping them out, just lending a hand wherever you can is really beneficial because it makes that person's life a little easier. It makes their time a little happier. So just finding small ways, random acts of kindness, that's the best way that you can truly, you know, promote happiness um, around your community and around those who are close to you as well. That's awesome. So what is your future goal for Project Happiness? So my future goal is actually kind of a big one. I really want to continue to expand Project Happiness. So in the past, I have been able to donate some school supplies to Agua Prieta, Mexico, which is the town that's right across the border um, from Douglas in my hometown. So I've been able to donate some school supplies to some of the schools and orphanages there. And I want to continue to make it international and global and just to continue to spread, you know, Project Happiness's mission of promoting happiness. Um, And I also want to continue to grow it in Arizona as well. So just continuing to expand it and finding people who are just as passionate about this as I am. That way we can continue to make a difference. I truly feel as long as you put your mind to something and you work hard, you can do anything. So I'm pretty confident that in the years to come, Project Happiness could even continue to be international, maybe even global, which would be a really awesome thing as well. That is amazing. Any of the listeners out there, make sure to reach out to Caitlin so she can continue to grow Project Happiness because it's an amazing message. And I think that her work in the community needs to go even bigger than what it is now. It's made such a huge impact now. And the more of us that we can get together to help, the bigger the impact we can make all around the world. Perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I love helping our community and definitely helping others who need stuff is a huge thing that we all need to do. Yes, absolutely. So through Project Happiness, I know you donate school supplies to schools. Do you do any other fun projects through Project Happiness? Yes. So something that I've also been doing. So I started doing this when I was about, I would say, eight years old. 
Um, and I was volunteering at a domestic violence shelter. So I would read and do crafts with the children who were there with their mothers. Um, and so I really got involved with the domestic violence shelters at a very early age. I've continued to do that up until now even. And something that I also do is a lot of do um, domestic violence shelters um, in Douglas, as well as up here in Tucson and around Arizona, they're basically run on donations. So any donations truly help. So I collect personal hygiene items, clothing, really anything that someone may need, because when they do enter these situations, a lot of people leave with the clothes off their back and they do not have anything else. So I do do donations to, you know, shelters. That's something that is really passion that I'm passionate about. Um, and I have some other projects that I'm going to be continued doing where we're involving student leadership groups like student council groups, Girl Scouts, you know, just different groups of students who really want to make a difference in their communities. So that's something that we're getting to work on next that I'm really excited about. That's awesome. So what advice do you have for someone that wants to get involved in their community but doesn't exactly know how to start or where to start? Yes. Yeah, so I think that if you, you know, even Google search, you know, volunteer opportunities in my hometown, there's tons of ways to get involved in your community. I think that when you're first starting off, you try to volunteer with several different organizations, you can find what you're most passionate about. You'll find something that, you know, maybe connects to you personally, um, in your heart, like Project Happiness did for me, you'll find something that you're passionate about and then continue working on that. Then when you find something in your community, if there's a need, figure out some creative ways, maybe even based on some other organizations, and then you can start creating your own organization or finding ways to make a difference in your community. So I think that, you know, just trying to volunteer with other organizations, I know that has helped me and given me ideas on how I can give back and just all while you're helping your community. I completely agree. When you definitely do get started volunteering, you do branch out to find what you're really passionate about. Yes, absolutely. So what are you most excited for specifically for Project Happiness in 2021? Yes, so definitely it would have to be getting involved with other organizations. So as you probably know, there's a lot of, you know, nonprofits and organizations that partner and do things. So I'm really excited to be partnering with some other organizations to continue to advance both of our missions as well. Um, so those are all in the works, as well as working with, like I said, the student leadership groups. Um, I want to work with um, current title holders. So I'm sure I'll probably be asking you to help out in some ways as well. But I think just continuing to make those connections, this is a great way to network and to learn more about other people and their passions. So just continuing to meet other people and find ways that we can all help out one another. That's awesome. So you said earlier that you're creating student leader groups. How exactly are you doing that? Yes. So one of the things that I wanted to do is I was heavily involved in student council when I was in high school. I was class president all four years. One of the biggest things that I like to do was community service. So I'm actually partnering with my home um, high school and their student council groups. So making the the school supplies drives and doing them within schools is something that we want to do. So getting the other clubs involved, that'll continue to get a lot of people involved. And also with some other high schools around Arizona. So doing that as well. And also finding some other ways to give back, whether that, like I said, is a cleanup day, um, just finding ways to kind of 
connect to kids and get them excited about volunteering because I think like we said earlier a lot of kids aren't too sure how to get started so you know kind of showing them the way in order to do that would be great so you know now that things are online and stuff just making some presentations through zoom calls and then trying to see who would like to be involved that's some of the ways that I'm going to be able to do that that's so incredible so I know that you have been involved in pageantry for like forever. Yes. <laughs> what is the biggest tip that you have for someone who wants to start competing? Yeah. So there's so many pageant systems and there's just so many different things that you could be a part of. I think that researching different pageant systems and finding the one that fits best for you is the best route to go. I think that when people first think of pageantry, they get a little nervous and they're scared and they're, you know, oh, I'm not too sure, you know, how I will do. Well, honestly, pageantry has come a long way from what it's, you know, originally been. They're really looking for authentic girls. They want people who are passionate about making a difference in their community. So researching and even contacting girls who have competed before to help kind of find your way. And then just taking that chance. You know, when I first got a letter in the mail when I was seven, um, I saw it, had no idea what it was, had no background in pageantry at all. My mom had no idea, you know, what pageants were even were. And we took a chance on it. And truly, it's a great investment, not only because you get to do community service, but you get to learn so many life skills. And now that I'm, you know, out of my collegiate career and I'm, you know, in the work field, I've just seen how everything that I've learned from pageantry I use on an everyday basis. It's truly a great investment. And it also, if education is something you're passionate about, you can win scholarships. And that really helped me pay for school. So it was nice because it was a great way for me to also get a higher education after high school. That is amazing. So I know we have talked about all your volunteerism through Project Happiness, a lot mm -hmm. about yourself. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us? Um, I just want to say I really encourage if you are thinking about volunteering to definitely do it. There's so many organizations that you can be a part of. Um, you know, 2021 is a new year. We have been through a lot as a society. So if you can find a way to truly make a difference, go for it. There's so many outlets and so many resources that you can find to make that difference. So if you've been thinking about it, just go ahead and go for it. I completely agree. So thank you so much, Caitlin, for joining, the, joining us today on my podcast and being a changemaker in your community. If anyone who is listening knows someone who is a changemaker in their community, please contact us so we can continue to expand our reach to have even more changemakers' stories be shared and in, encourage more people to start volunteering. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I had so much fun learning all about your volunteerism. Once again, I'm your host, Ashley Nevson, on One World, One Future, the Bite Size Podcast. And thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram to know what's happening next.